Hopes and dreams and honey sunbeams. It's Rhyme and Reason 372. There's a rhyme and reason for your life. There's a rhyme and reason why you're here. Hey there, Tony here, coming at you again with some more rhyme time, rhyme and reason time. And we're closing in on that wonderful, most holy of days, Valentine's Day. So I hope you're getting prepared to take that one special person to a special dinner, buy them lots of chocolate, turn them into the lazy gluttons that I talked about a couple episodes ago. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I hope you don't do that. Don't go there. Don't go there. But I bet you do have some personal hopes and dreams even beyond Valentine's Day and chocolate and cards and, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? You have some personal hopes and dreams. Now, I would say that unless you live under a tyrannical government or in slavery, you're probably pursuing your hopes and dreams. Hopefully, I don't think any of my listeners are in those countries. If you are and you can hear this, I hope you get out from under it as soon as possible. And I do hope that yours, uh, your your hopes and dreams are not totally self-centered. In other words, I hope you're looking for a way to serve others because serving yourself That's another exercise in futility. That's something I talk about from time to time, fairly fairly frequently. Because you'll never satisfy your selfish desires. Just can't be done. But you can serve others and achieve a satisfaction only surpassed, I would say, by eternal life in heaven. Really. Have you ever done something wonderful for somebody? Their face lit up. It just made their day. And you remember what it felt like to do that? It was awesome, wasn't it? And that kind of a thing can go on and on. But just do it for yourself. It's like you're living from one to the next. Now, why am I bringing up individual pursuits today? Well, because America is in that awful election season cycle again. And I'm seeing rhetoric of all colors and shapes and sizes sort of bandied around on the Internet Sometimes peacefully, but other times forcefully, but almost all times selfishly. At least 90%, and that might be too conservative a number, but I would say somewhere around that 90% or more of all political opinions are basically just selfish. Probably a big part of that number falls under the heading of good intentions, but as I recall, let's see, there's a road somewhere paved with those. Paved with those good intentions? I don't know. Where does that go? Ah, It escapes me right now. Anyway, by selfish opinions, I mean forgetting what God says on the subject of government and focusing on R versus D. You know, that's political. R standing for, um, what does that stand for? Republicrats. D standing for Democans. I don't know, something like that. Um, Now, I wish... I really do wish democracy was a good solution. (laughs) People go, oh, man, Tony, you know, the people listen to me, I know that they know. But they're saying, why would you say you hope that democracy is a good solution? Because America, the land of my birth, I'm a Native American, and the land that I love identifies as a democracy. But it's a horrible, horrible solution. The right to vote is a huge reason 
for the exponential rise of crimes and hate and sin. Selfishness influences voting, and people vote for their own self-interest more than what's right and wrong. And that leads to voting for candidates who promise what they can only steal from taxpayers. And then that downward spiral feeds on itself. So you know what? We are doomed. And there's no way out. Doomed, I tell you. And there's no way out. Except there is a way. But so few choose it. So the doomsday prophecy is most likely true. Thankfully not for me. And I pray you can say the same thing. But it's crucial to know and understand where the key to that narrow gate out of this place is. It's not in the hands of anyone who's running for president. Not anyone who's running for president on the R or the D side. It's not in the hands of a democratic system. And it's certainly not in the hands of the masses who'd just as soon omit God from every section of life. You can hold the key out of here in your heart. It's in a word, the word. But like I always say, don't wait too long to do it. Or you'll give up your hopes and dreams and honey sunbeams and blue sky butterfly thoughts. Musical notes shine in your heart like gossamer gold polka dots. I wish life was filled with those things and void of self-centered screams. But since it's not, I'm thankful God still reigns in my hopes and dreams. And I hope he'll reign in yours, or he already does. One way or the other, I hope it's, uh, hope it's soon, if it's not already. And I'm grateful that it's been there, if it is already. And I hope that makes any sense to you whatsoever. Uh, for all my Christian brothers and sisters out there, thank you so much that you are there and that you're telling other people in your sphere of influence, like I'm trying to do here on the Rhyme and Reason podcast. Brought to you by Tony Funderburk, maker of fine words and music, merch and books, rhymes and reasons. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in, and remember, life has rhyme and reason because God made you. There's a rhyme and reason.